What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of In the Gym with Noel. I am your host, Noel. And today we are going to be sitting down with you, the viewers, answering some questions. Um, you guys have sent in a couple, and so today I will be addressing them. Uh, if you, I ask that you can hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment down in the comment section if you have any, and make sure you hit that notification bell so that you will be notified whenever there's a new video up on the podcast. All right, so uh, question number one is, do you feel that men have a safe, a safe space to vent post the Me Too movement? Question number two is, what do you censor your? Uh, question number two is, what do you do to censor yourself if you feel as if you're having an off day? And question number three is, who are some of the podcasts that you listen to slash recommend? Question number four is, a lot of your talking points seem to stem from a Kevin Samuels viewpoint or a fresh and fit mindset. <laughs> Have you always been this way or were you red pill later in life? It's a good question. Okay. I uh, look forward to answering that one. Uh, what are your viewpoints on passport bros is question number five. Question number six is, uh, so I listened to some of your viewpoints in episode 22, and I agree with most of them, except the cheating aspect. I understood the point, but wanted to know if you can clarify. Okay, okay. Uh, question number seven, uh, which is our last question of the day, will be, you seem like you have your shit together, so if you don't mind, what happened in your last relationship that caused your divorce? Uh, i.e. what was the breaking point and did she file for divorce or you okay uh, i'm not gonna lie them some <laughs> those are some good questions uh so let's uh let's address them uh so question number one is do you feel that men have a safe space to vent post the me too movement uh yes um i don't feel like um we've ever been hindered on uh what we can and cannot say i do think that in this uh this current climate it does make it seem like um if you have something to say uh, or a very strong standpoint that the first thing that uh you are labeled with is uh something called toxic masculinity um however i i do not agree that um the me too movement is the reason why men just can't say anything because you can um just understand that uh like i always say for every for every reaction um there are there are consequences for them so if you excuse me for every action there are consequences so for every reaction there's an action and for every action there's a reaction um so what to to bring it home not to dwell too much on this is i think that most men um, say what they have to say, and then they leave the point. I think that what tends to happen is you have a very select few um, who have been gone after, and uh, postmodern women of the Me Too movement are using those those type of men that none of us um, truly aspire to be. No guy wants to be the guy who knocks on someone's door, um, offering them a script and then take advantage of them. No one is saying, hey, that's the guy I want. I look up to. That's the guy I want to be. Um, 
So I think that what happens is uh, a very select few people um, have done some very terrible and foul things, i.e. Uh, urinating on young women, um, taking advantage of uh, their dreams and aspirations just to get free sex out of it. And and they're, now they're paying for it. And so um, with that being said, this whole uh, post-Me-Too post, post movement is using those individuals to compare everyone else. And if they see anything um, that you, any qualities in you um, that are also found in those, uh, those individuals, then they try to bunch you guys all in. They, you know what I mean? They, they bunch us in and they say, hey, you're just like those guys and we want to get rid of you. Um, but I, 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 I disagree with that. I don't think that there's a such thing as being toxic um, masculine, um, i.e., um, I don't think that if you're a masculine person, you can just shut it off um, and then go about your day. So that's my thoughts on that. Uh, going into question number two, uh, what do you do to center yourself? Excuse me. Uh, what do you do to center yourself? And if you feel as if you're having, what do you do to center yourself if you feel as if you're having an off day? I apologize, everyone. I feel like I am having an off day. No, I joke. I kid. I kid. Um, I was working out earlier and just got out the shower. So just decompressing right now. Apologize. So what do you do to center yourself if you feel as if you're having an off day? So some of the things that I do is I go for long runs. Um, I try to uh, meditate, um, get a good prayer in. And um, I just like to just relax, you know. Um, I'll hang out with my kids. Um, my kids are my world, so I'll, I'll hang out with them. Um, just being in their presence, you know, humbles me. Um, I, I don't necessarily have to be doing anything with them. Um, we could just be sitting on the couch, them on their iPad, um, my son on his phone or vice versa, my daughter on the phone, my son's on his iPad. Just being in their presence, you know. Um, and then when my oldest comes, you know, home, uh, whenever she's in town from college, same thing, just being in their presence. You know what I mean? I got some great kids, and they, they really are my world, and they humble me. So those are the things that I do for um, days that I'm having off. Um, I just hang out with those guys. You know, they are my, they are my center. Uh, so question number three, who are some of the podcasts that you listen to slash recommend? Okay. Ooh, excuse me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I listen to a, quite a few. Um, just to name a few, I listen to, uh, drink champs. I listen to, um, the ghetto boys reloaded. Uh, I listen to, uh, John Campia, book nice. Uh, obviously I listen to Joe Rogan, um, fresh and fit as someone mentioned earlier. Um, and I also, um, have recently started listening to a young woman, uh, uh, just pearly things is, uh, the name of her podcast. So those are some of the ones that I listen to. Uh, obviously those, so those are some of the ones that I listen to. Obviously there are many more, but, um, I think that if you are, uh, into the polit political climate of today and want to get a straight answer to the point, or if you're into, uh, collecting, hobbying, movies, things of that nature, um, these, and these are some of the things that I listen to. Uh, plus they give you a lot of things on the culture as well. Uh, so moving on, question number four, a lot of your talking points seem to stem from a Kevin Samuels viewpoint or a fresh and fit mindset, right? Uh, have you always been this way or were you red pill later in life? 
Um, so I don't really know what red pill means. Um, I don't really follow the social trends, things of that nature, unfortunately. Um, however, I will say that um, I have some familiarity with what you're talking about. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but I think you're saying that um, was I always aware of the the different shift between men and women? And the answer to that is yes. Um, however, uh, growing up, uh, I was raised uh, in a single mother home. Um, lots of sisters, lots of female cousins. Uh, my grandparents, you know, um, I would go to my grandparents' house, hang out with my grandpa. Um, and then, you know, uh, being around him kind of shaped my views on uh, what it what it seems uh, what what it what it looked like to be a man um, growing up. So I kind of uh, shaped my uh, oh, I, I, should I say I I pulled my masculine traits from my grandfather, um, and then later on in life, uh, sitting down with my dad, you know, I got a couple tips from him, and then just the guys that I knew growing up, you know what I mean. Um, some of the guys, you know, would just pull me aside. Um, being a, a, a victim of a single mother household, um, I don't like to say victim. Being a product of a single mother household, um, I, tend to, I tend to have hung out with a lot of adults. So hanging out with a lot of adults caused me to um, pull traits from older men, which kind of just steered me along and uh, guided me through life. That makes any sense. Um, so, yeah, no, I, and as far as when it comes to women, um, I've always known women had this very um, narcissistic um, trait slash um, manip manipulative, manipulative, however you say that shit, fuck y'all, um, mindset. Um, because I, I, watch, I watch women that, you know, um, that raised me and um, that looked after me, should I say, um, do these things to get things from men and, you know, just... Hey, it is part of the game, you know, but unfortunately it, it gave me a very stale um, taste in my mouth when it came to uh, dating women as I got older. So, yeah. So with that being said, I hope that answers your question. Uh, question number five, what are your viewpoints on passport bros? Uh, so I've been hearing this term tossed around a lot on social media. Um, not that I am actively on social media. Um, I don't really have a view on it. I think that it's a very negative way of looking at men. Um, I don't think that men are seeking out women that can't speak English and women that are just uh, passive and uh, very uh, have a slave mentality instead of, uh, you know, what I mean, like, like I said, we talked about being submissive before. Um, and I think people are mis- uh, misusing this word so they're saying submissive in a very slave mentality way um i don't think that that's the case i think that men are just recognizing that hey man women in america are be far from traditional as traditional women can be um and when i say that I, I speak of the majority of women not all but just the majority of um i.e there are there's how many virgins do you know at our age Right. That's just sitting around waiting to be wifed up um, and, and not to say it like that, but like how many virgins do you know that's waiting on a man so they can get married and settle down and have kids and start a family? Um, few and far between. So to say that is to also say the same thing that we talked about before, 
is it like predatory for a man to date a younger woman because they are looking for something um, pure and youthful? So I I don't think that passport bros is really a thing. I think that's something that um, was coined by some women who was discussing um, some negative traits that they thought that they saw in men who were leaving the country to go find wives elsewhere. When in reality, men have been doing that for a very long time, going overseas to Brazil, um, Eastern Asia and things of that nature to seek out um, more traditional women to, to settle down with. So I don't buy into it. I don't think you should either. Um, if you hear someone talking about passport bros, just tell them the truth. Hey, man, that's been going on for years. That's that's some new trumped up stuff that people are just trying to make a thing of. So that's my view on that. Uh, so question number six, question number six states. So I listened to your, to some of your viewpoints in episode 22, and I agree with most of them, except the cheating aspect. I understood the point, but wanted to know if you can clarify. So, um, no, thanks for sending that in. And yeah, I'll clarify. You're not the first person to ask me. Someone asked on the Facebook page about pretty much similar to what you're saying, um, they also said that they didn't agree with uh, when I said, yes, you know, I think that um, you should cheat. However, um, back if you go back and listen to episode 22, um, you'll see where I, I, I elaborated on the situation. I'll do it here as well. So the question was, is it OK for a woman to cheat if her man is no longer providing <clears throat> is no longer providing emotional, physical and financial security? Um, and I stated, yes. However, I said if the needs of both are not met, then they should separate. And I also clarify stating that I don't <clears throat> I don't believe it's a matter of if she should cheat, but more so along the lines that she will cheat. And that goes for the man as well. Um, I don't think anyone is going to stick around with anyone when their um, their needs are not being met. I think that if that's the case, then you guys should just separate and go find someone else to be with. Um, and not necessarily cheat in, in that aspect, but I'm here to tell you, man, like if you're, if you're with a man or a woman and you bring nothing more to the table beyond sex, you need to really look at your, uh, you need to really look inside yourself and see where your head is at. And one of the things about it is the first thing people do is they go, well, he stepped out on me or she stepped out on me, but you never really ask the question of what happened that led up to them stepping out. <clears throat> that led up to them stepping out. Now I'm not making excuses for either sex. Men cheat, and so do women. Um, however, I don't condone it. What I say is, if you're not happy um, before you cheat, just go find someone else. Um, women outnumber men. Unfortunately, uh, men are not having as much um, sexual relationships with women as women are having with men. Um, with the select few men that are having sex. But there are women out there who is willing to deal with and um, to deal with the things that you want um, in your standards. And so for the women as well, there are men out there who are willing to take you as you are and put up with the standards that you have. Not to say like that, but to also take you and deal with the standards that you have. So, no, I do not condone cheating. And I hope that clarifies. Um, I'm pretty sure I clarified it in episode 22, but in case um, it wasn't made uh, knowledgeable or public, there it is again. No, um, I do not believe anyone should cheat, man or woman. However, I do believe that if you are not meeting those uh, emotional, physical, and financial security for a woman, that she will step out on <clears throat> that she will step out on you and find someone who will. Hope that answers your question. 
And question number seven. Excuse me for a second. I gotta take a drink. I've I've been talking all day. We did this um we did this exercise earlier where um it was like basically a uh speed dating and we sat around and asked each other questions um in the, in like the seminar session. Um and yeah, so my voice is a little off right now, so bear with me. So, uh, question number seven. You seem like you have your shit together. Well, thank you. <laughs> However, none of us truly do. But um, you seem like you have your shit together. So, if you don't mind, what happened in your last relationship that caused your divorce? I.e., what was the breaking point, and did she file for divorce or you? Uh, so, um, to answer your question, there's two parts, maybe three. Uh, but anyway, let me break it down. So I'll answer the last one and then I'll go into what what happened. Uh, I'll keep it as vague as possible just in case she doesn't want um she doesn't want it out there in that aspect. So uh so I filed for divorce. Um and um what ended up happening is um for a very long time we started to drift apart. Um we we were just existing, coexisting in a household together. And um, over time, um, I started to have different um, different desires and aspirations that were not in line with what she wanted to do and vice versa. She, she wanted to do other things as uh, far as her career-wise, as far as what she wanted her life to go. And um, me being the man that I am, I, I had my mind set on where I wanted to take, you know, our family in the direction I wanted us to go in. And we started to butt heads a lot. Um, and then um, it got to the point where we just, we, we sat down and we tried to uh, have one of those deep conversations and we couldn't. Um, <clears throat> and the reason we couldn't was because our views were, um, our views didn't align at all. We were not on the same page. Um, and so that led to us um, sitting down and going, you know what, maybe the best thing for us to do is to just part ways, separate and go um, and go at this alone. Um, and so, yeah, so that's pretty much what happened. Just a generalization of what, what went on um, and what led to us getting divorced. Um, I wish her the best. Um, however, I just we just couldn't do this thing together. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, please leave them down in the comment section. I am open to answering any and everything. Um, I am not into bashing the mother of my kids. So if you have additional questions about previous relationships that I was in. Uh, you can ask them. However, I will be keeping those very brief and vague. I don't like to. So going back to another episode, I don't like to put um, my business out there. We have kids together. Um, at the end of the day, regardless of what we went through, uh, both of those young women are still uh, uh, young women who settled down with me and had kids. So, uh, yeah. So please be respectful um, when you comment on those uh, topics or ask questions. Um, but anyway, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, leave your comment down in the comment section. And until next time, I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you guys for everything. Thanks for sending in those questions. Those questions were great. Hope that I did get to answer 
um, the majority of your questions. If not, please chime in on the next one. Um, I do answer pretty much every question that someone sends in to me. I do not shy away. So thank you guys once again uh, for listening in to In the Gym with Noel. I am your host, Noel, and I'll catch you on the next one. Later.